Welcome to my Holistic Health Podcast and the Beginner Health Sessions. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and let's be honest, making changes to our health can seem hard, confusing, and complicated. So let's come back to basics. Each Thursday, I'll be here with simple tools you can use to transform your health. See you inside. Hi everyone, I hope you're having a beautiful day. Before we dive in today, I want to let you know that my eight days of journaling starts this Sunday, the 11th of July, 2021. Each day we're going to be journaling all our thoughts out about one question or belief. When we journal, we connect in with our higher self and we get to see what's really going on, why we're blocked from achieving a certain thing or the actual way we think about a person which may be impacting how we connect with them. This gentle eight days is going to support you to grow and give you the foundation that you can then grow from. If you're keen to join us, head over to Instagram or Facebook and send me a private message with a love heart. I'll know that you're in. The ebook is going to be released tomorrow, which is Friday, so don't wait. And now we're going to dive into cravings. Cravings can be rife before we get our period. So let's start by exploring hormones and the impacts that they can have on what we eat. The first reason we crave food is because of our hormones and because they're out of sync. And it's okay if they are, but just notice when you're craving more of a certain food. For example, chocolate before and during your period. There are other reasons why our hormones can be out of balance, such as stress, menopause, perimenopause, issues with your kids, issues with your relationships, putting too much pressure on yourself, Doing nothing, yep, that can affect our hormones too. Too much exercise, not enough exercise, eating foods that don't fuel our bodies. When you hear that list, what thoughts come up for you? Can you see that for some of these things, our life is out of balance? Our relationships, the pace of our life, our career, our self-love, etc. To support us in this space, what I encourage everyone to do is to just stop, even just for a minute, Watch what's happening, let go of the things that you can't control and sit and play with your kids. Order takeout, say yes to your in-laws coming over to look after the kids so you can just sleep and just be. You are more important than all the things we think we have to do in life. If you're concerned that your hormones are out of balance regularly, then I'd encourage you to see a functional doctor or your GP, a health coach or a spiritual advisor to support you to get your hormones checked. Plus, look at other vitamins and mineral levels in your body and you can do that through your GP or your functional doctor. Reason number two is a lack of primary food. Primary food is everything that's not on our plate. So think of your relationships, your career, your spirituality and your physical activity. A lack of primary food can cause emotional eating, and we've all done that, right? I talk about me being face first into a tub full of ice cream, and I did that at least twice last year, once because Chris was having some heart issues again, and the other because there was too much cancer or possibly more cancer coming into my life in 2020. So my self-love was definitely low, and it taught me to slow down, stop, and watch what was happening. I can't control a lot of things, but what I can manage is how I look after myself. I can still be curled up in bed crying, but I can do that from a place of love, not being lost. Now, we don't have to just crave food. It could be sex, TV, exercise, shopping, alcohol, drugs, coffee, even self-love 
can be a craving to hide us from what's truly going on. One of the best things you can do in this space is to find someone you trust who will listen to you and talk it out. Let it all out of your body and sit with whatever comes up. Don't try to fix it. Don't try to change it. Just allow that frustration, anger and sadness to come up and then decide what your next step is. My next step was to put the tub of ice cream away and go to bed. I didn't have anyone to talk to at 1am, so I chose to write it all down and throw it all away. I woke up much better the next day. Reason number three is we lack water. Our bodies need around two litres of water a day. Our cells are made up of water. Our body is about 80% water, so it needs replenishing. Also, if you're exercising or in a warm environment, you'll need to increase that water consumption. Always remember bioindividuality is key. So work out what works for you, experiment and have some fun. Sometimes when we crave food, we're actually thirsty and our bodies love filtered water. The cleaner, the better. But any water is good. If you have a glass of water about 30 minutes before you eat, it's actually shown to reduce the amount of food you consume during that meal. A lack of hydration affects your body's electrolyte balance. When you sweat and lose water, you also lose electrolytes like sodium, aka salt. This may lead you to seek out sodium-rich foods following a hard workout. It makes sense, right? Your body is seeking balance. We're also dehydrated when we wake up in the morning. So starting your day with a glass of water really supports your body to perform at its best. I drink cold water. It's my thing. I love it. And this could be because I have a pitta constitution. If you follow Ayurveda, you'll understand this. But in essence, my body is really hot, internally driven, and therefore cold water cools me down. Other people love lemon water or lemon and salt in their water. Some love warm water. Whatever works for you, find it and embrace it. The fourth reason we crave things is a yin and yang balance. Now, I talked about this in last week's Beginner Health Sessions, episode 80, so you can head back there for deeper information. But here's the summary. All food is either yin, yang, or neutral. Yin foods are sweet foods, yang foods are savory foods, and neutral foods sit in the middle. Foods that are too yin can cause us to crave foods that are yang, and vice versa. In, a t- in an attempt to maintain the body's balance. When we eat neutral foods like whole grains, nuts, fruits, veggies, and beans, they support our bodies to stay in balance. It's in the extreme where we find our cravings. So if we eat a tub of ice cream, we may then crave crackers and dip, something savory. Now, it's not about only eating neutral foods. Yes, they can help, but it's also about looking at your plate and seeing how you can balance it out. If you have a large piece of meat, which is yang, how can you bring in the sweet foods like bok choy, beans, or spinach, or add in some apples, bananas, and grapes for dessert, which are all yin? This is something to play around with, and when we look at our plate differently, we can then experiment with what's on there, which is fun, right? The fifth reason we crave is it's the inside coming out. What this means is we can often crave something we've recently eaten. For example, if you had a cupcake at 3 p.m. yesterday, then we'll crave that cupcake again today, perhaps from the moment we wake up or at morning tea or generally all day long until we satisfy that craving. 
We can also crave foods we were given as a child because they were comforting and you're looking to eat that emotion. Recently, eaten foods tend to be fresh on our mind. So we're more likely to crave that food in an attempt to recreate that positive eating experience, especially if that food was so delicious, you just have to have it again. But often it won't match up to that original experience or the childhood experience. As kids, we loved chocolate eclairs and would have one just about every time we went to Woden. They were big, chocolatey and delicious. I tried to recreate that so many times, but failed so often. So now I don't bother because I know it won't taste the same and I'd rather have something that I really enjoy in the now. Here are some tools that you can use to move through your cravings. Tongue scraping in the morning because it's detoxing for your body. Choosing water. Finding uh, another healthier option. It doesn't have to be optimal healthy option. It can just be the next best thing. Paying attention to what you're avoiding by eating. Journal it out. Choose another activity, like going for a run or walk instead. The sixth reason why we crave food is a change of the seasons. Every spring, I start to crave grapes and peaches, cherries at Christmas and baked dinners on a hot Christmas day. As the days get shorter and cooler, I love a good soup or curry, sticky date pudding with butterscotch sauce and ice cream, anyone hungry? (laughs) These cravings are natural and our bodies are moving with the seasons. It's totally okay to go with them. Notice these cravings and look at the ways you can incorporate them into your life, not by overeating, but by finding your balance. The seventh reason we crave food is because our body is lacking nutrients. Some days I crave peanut butter, and I think it's more about the salt, irons, and fats. Other days I crave cheese or a milkshake, and that could be because I'm low in calcium. Other days I crave sweet things, and to me that's about a lack of self-love in my life. I'll share more about that below, and yes, self-love is a nutrient we all need in our lives. Seeing a medical professional who can run your full blood work will support you to see where you're out of balance. Years ago, I was drinking way too much alcohol and partying too hard. Yes, there is such a thing. (laughs) My body was craving vegetables. I could recognize the signs in my body, and that's when I went vegetarian. Meat made me feel sick, so I stuck with the veggies and my body was happy. I was eating lots of nutrients, and that worked for me. Explore what's right for you and look at what's happening in your life. Are you always eating a particular food or do you crave it at certain times? Why do you think that is? Now for the last reason we crave food, and I'm laughing as I write this, it's de-evolution and we've all been there. Change is constant in our lives, but do we really want it? Generally, it's a no. I had a colleague say once, I like good change, but not bad change. And it's only our perspective on what good and bad means in that situation. But it's true, right? We like the change that we like and we want the rest to bugger off. This happens when we've been in change mode for a while and then we, want, we just want to mess things up. It's the too good to be true model. We don't deserve this much luck and one beer won't hurt or one piece of chocolate won't hurt or let's just get takeaway because it's easier. Then you end up in the slippery slope. If you find yourself here, be kind to yourself. There's nothing wrong. You can always change direction and that's okay. 
When you get to the point of only having one glass of wine or one piece of chocolate or one piece of caramel slice at night or once a week, check in with yourself and ask yourself, how do I feel? Am I eating or drinking this because I love myself or is it my life, is my life lacking in some way? Come back to your primary food, complete your circle of life and I'll pop the link on my website under this episode and create awareness for what this means for you. Regardless of your answer, celebrate where you're at. That's often what we're looking for in this moment of de-evolution, recognition, that we stop and say, I'm proud of you and celebrate what you've achieved and then look where you want to go to next. You're amazing. I don't have to tell you that, but sometimes we need to be reminded of it. Now, I've shared with you the eight reasons why we crave food. Which ones are true for you? Number one was hormones. Number two was primary food. Number three was water. Number four, yin and yang. Number five, inside coming out. Number six, seasonal. Number seven, lack of nutrients. And number eight, de-evolution. These cravings aren't listed in any particular order, nor are they going to be the same for everyone. Remember bio-individuality. Now, I want to share one more thing with you. Often when we crave sweet or savoury foods, we're craving a broken connection in our life. And instead of reaching out to that person and sharing with them what's going on for us, we eat our emotions instead. A sweet craving can be linked to a broken feminine connection in our life. For example, our mum, sister or friend. A savoury craving can be linked to a broken masculine connection in our life. For example, our dad, brother or friend. Yes, This can go across the sexes and can include children. And when I say broken, it could have been a recent argument, but it can also be an old argument or just a challenge that you had with that person. For example, you could have a great connection with your mother-in-law, but not not so great connection with your own mum, and you're eating cake and cereal at night time. You could have been a terrible teenager and fought with your dad regularly. Now in your 40s, you love cheese, wine, crackers at 5pm. These can be habits, but they can also be emotional triggers. So get your journal out, write down what thoughts, what your thoughts are about this and your situation and decide how to move forward. You don't need to apologize, although you may choose to. You could write a rant letter and burn it. You could go for a long walk and talk it out with the world with no one else listening. Find your way to process this through your body. And if you still eat that cake, cereal, cheese, crackers and wine, enjoy every bite. And here's a tip for you that works really well. It's tracking. Look at what you're eating, how you're feeling when you're eating it and what's been happening. Doing this over a couple of months can really show you what's happening for you in your life and you can plan for those things. For example, if you have a stressful time coming up at work, then you can do more meal planning and food prep or organize um, for fresh meals to be delivered. When your periods are approaching, perhaps you need life to slow down so you can block out that time and not plan any extra events or play dates so you can have a quieter space. Looking at when you get more tired during the month, can you bring in more energy producing foods and increase your exercise? Planning really is your best friend and will support you to transform from life is happening to me to life is happening for me and I can implement things in my life that are meaningful for me and that are aligned to me. A number of my clients crave sweet foods. This isn't a surprise. 
This isn't a surprise given that's been what I've craved for such a long time. And often the people I work with reflect my struggles and the things I've healed. Cravings are something we all have, so you're not alone and we never really stop to manage them. Or we've never been taught to manage them or cared about managing them or we're used to, you know, using willpower to manage them. I always encourage my clients to create some kindness towards themselves when they're craving food. Sometimes you'll be face first into that apple pie before you've realized, and it's okay. You don't need to beat yourself up. Just ask yourself, do I really want this? And if the answer is yes, ask yourself why. Does it taste so good that you're loving every bite or are you eating it because you had a fight with your husband? Or you found out one of your girlfriends has breast cancer? Or are you just sad and tired? All of these reasons have driven me to food in the past. And sometimes I still find myself face first into a tub of ice cream before I stop and ask myself why. Cravings are natural. You can choose to act on them or you can choose to get curious and listen to your body. Cravings are how your body communicates with you. So have some fun kindly diving into what they're telling you They're actually helping you to find balance. So they're really loving on you, even if you don't think they are. Thank you for joining me today. And please hop over to either my Instagram or business Facebook page and share your key takeaways from this episode. And next week, we're going to talk about how we can view self-love differently. I've been blowing a few people's minds recently with why they do things. And it's often not procrastination or selfishness. You're actually doing that thing for self-love. See you in the next episode.